One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When it comes to video games, it's never a nice thing to witness a friend or close ally turn towards a darker route. But you know what? Here, the sting is made even worse because we didn't just know the events prior to their fall from grace, but actively had a hand in helping them get to where they were. So let's take a look at them. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are eight more video game heroes who turned evil in the sequel. Number eight, Jin Kazama, Tekken 6. In arguably one of the best fighting games ever created, the almighty Tekken 3 introduced fans of the series to a slew of new fighters, mostly representing the next generation of people willing to punch that pesky old spine right out of the back of you. However, of all of the second and third generation fighters, one stood at the top of the pile as a child who literally was born to brawl, and that is Jin Kazama, the love child of Kazuya and Jin. His style and awesome moveset made him an instant fan favorite. However, it was soon clear that this prodigy wasn't going to end up being the hero of this narrative. After being used by his grandfather Heihachi, developing devil powers and finding that his trash bag father was still alive, Jin became disillusioned with the Mishima bloodline, leading to him vowing to destroy them all. Yet, the rotten apple didn't fall far from the tree, and soon enough Jin had disposed of his rivals and taken over the family company Mishima Zaibatsu, and set out using the vast wealth and power it gave him to put a stranglehold on the world. Luckily, the ending of Tekken 7 does seem to be setting him up to be the hero once more, but man did he have a dark time during what one could call his gap yar. Number 7. Levant Jade Cocoon 2 For those of you who haven't played the Jade Cocoon series, then you are missing out on a slice of brilliant JRPG fun. The titles basically play out as if Pokemon was more obsessed with bugs and even more insane. Seriously, just trying to follow the plot alone might drive you mad thanks to the ridiculous twists and turns it takes, and getting to grips with its battle system does require a huge level of tactical planning. Still, if you can break through these moments, then there is a wonderful experience just waiting for you. That being said, for fans of the original, Jade Cocoon 2 turned into a bit of a bittersweet moment, because at the close of the game, the hero of the original title, Levant, turns to the forces of evil when he's infected by an evil spirit causing him to want to destroy the forest and cause widespread suffering. And speaking of suffering, the battle against him in this form can take up to half a bloody hour. Imagine getting him to his final evolved form and then dying only having to sit through all of that wonky dialogue again. Truly, that makes him the real villain, right? Number 6. Siegfried, Soul Calibur Ah, the Soul Edge, the weapon of legend and true power. You can see why it was the desire of all of the cast of the original title in the Soul Calibur series to wrest control of the weapon away from Cervantes, who was, at the time, its current wielder. As the franchise has gone on and the lore around this sword has changed and grown, one thing has remained the same. Its power corrupts absolutely and can turn even the mightiest hero into the greatest villain. And there is no better example of this than the sorry tale of Siegfried. This warrior 
set out to find the sword only for it to take his very soul in the process. As the newly dubbed Nightmare, Siegfried was forced to commit atrocities as the weapon used his body like a puppet and became the primary antagonist of the series for a while. Eventually, he would be freed from the monster's control and set out to destroy the weapon once and for all, but for a time, there was no one who didn't look upon his shadowy form in absolute terror. Number 5. The Jackal Far Cry 2 Isn't it lovely when fan theories are finally proven to be correct by the developers? It's that beautiful bow on the gift that is then handed back to the fandom as a reward for spotting the tiny details that sometimes go unaddressed for decades. Such was the case of Far Cry 2, which during an interview with Clint Hocking, who was the creator developer of the game, revealed that the fan theory that the protagonist Jack Carver from the original game and the primary antagonist of the sequel were in fact the same person. Now this has been speculated on for years, ever since fans found files in Far Cry 2 of the Jackal that listed him as being Jack Carver. However, without anything in the game drawing these points together, many just assumed it to be a mistake or piece of cut content. Yet, with this confirmation, we can see how the shady smuggler Jack ended up becoming the Jackal, who definitely seems to have grown his base of operations since the first game. Number 4. Handsome Jack Kinda Borderlands 2 Now let's be clear about something, Handsome Jack is a very, very, very bad guy. I mean, after all, there's a special place in hell for those that imprisoned their own offspring to use them as some sort of cosmic battery to power their evil schemes. However, in the narrative of Borderlands, the pre-sequel, he's painted in a much different manner. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's still a backstabbing, conniving little shit. But to be honest, when you're rolling in the Borderlands universe, everyone is a deep shade of grey on the morality scale. I mean, hell, the heroes of the story gleefully kill people without a care, so the baseline is all over the place. Plus, if it makes you feel any better, you're technically playing as a clone of Handsome Jack thanks to the Doppelganger DLC pack that was released for the game. Therefore, technically, you're not responsible for the many, many crimes and horrors that Jack has committed as you're a separate clone of him. However, it does look like the Doppelganger has fallen on some pretty rough times come the sequel in Borderlands 2, as here he's gunned down as a mini-boss by the Vault Hunters in fairly short order. Still, it was fun while it lasted. Number 3. Cody Travers Street Fighter Alpha 3 Come the end of the original final fight, Cody Travers was a hero of pretty sizable proportions. Not only had he disbanded the Mad Gear Gang in pretty decisive fashion by battering their leader off the edge of a building, but he'd rescued the mayor's daughter, Jessica, and even had a pretty saucy smooch with her. All in all, that's pretty much the Hollywood ending, right? Well, unfortunately, things took a dark turn come Street Fighter Alpha 3, where Cody is now sporting a very fashionable set of chains and a prison jumpsuit. So what the hell happened? Well, it turns out that between the two games, Cody Cody was arrested by a corrupt police officer who he knocked out on the original quest, as well as the fact that he just couldn't stop fighting due to his love of combat. This obviously terrible outlet for his anger caused Jessica to leave him, and thus led him to declare that he was no hero at all, just a man who wanted to fight. Even when other characters could see the good in him, Cody saw himself as the villain pretty sad, right? Well, don't worry, because in later appearances, Cody does seem to have found his purpose once more, becoming the mayor of Metro City after having his crimes forgiven by Hagar. Talk about a turnaround, right? Number 2. Talion, Middle-Earth Shadow of Mordor In a move that unfortunately soured the entire experience of the Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War games, Talion, the human ranger who is brought from the beyond in order to combat the forces of evil, actually ends up falling in league with Sauron come the close of the sequel. It's a move that still leaves some fans reeling, but it's an altogether rather expected one. We all knew that the games are set before the events of The Lord of the Rings, so therefore he would either have to die or be written out in some fashion. However, the means by which he is absorbed into the canon are painful at best. After 
resisting the power of the Dark Lord for decades, finally his mind cannot bear the pain it causes him, and he eventually relents, becoming one of the Nazgul and joining the hunt for Frodo and the One Ring. Yet while his journey ends in a less than heroic fashion, he is redeemed come the close of the Lord of the Rings, being freed from his curse when the ring is finally destroyed and leaving him able to walk in the afterlife with his family once more. And number one, Sephiroth, Final Fantasy VII. It's so strange to think of Sephiroth as being anything other than the meanest villain ever to grace a video game disc, especially seeing his continued representation of his character across Final Fantasy, Dissidia, and Kingdom Hearts basically cements him as a guy who would throw your nan in a sack and then beat the tar out of it with a mallet just for a laugh. Yet for those who delved back in time to Crisis Core, Sephiroth would come to take on a whole new light as the title focused not just on Cloud's journey to teenage angst, but also of Sephiroth's own conflicted and emotional Tale. Starting as a rather friendly, if slightly aloof character, Sephiroth presents himself as somebody willing to pitch in for the team and goes out of his way numerous times to help his allies in a pinch. This, coupled with the praise that many lavish on him, builds the image of a man who would never, ever falter. Yet, as Sephiroth learns about his past, his attitude begins to change, and we see his facade fracture, revealing the villain that we all knew and loathed from our childhood. It was a painful journey indeed. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.